Welcome back to the Mastering Miles podcast powered by Bioendurance PT and Performance. My name is Matt Ferlindis. I am a Milwaukee area physical therapist that specializes in treating runners and running injuries. I am super excited for this to be episode number 10 of the podcast and also very excited to introduce our guest today, Alex Main, who was the former host of the Cream City Pacers podcast, as well as a founder of the On This Run Meditative Training Journal. We talk about both of those things in the podcast, but today is especially focused on community. The running community is just so strong and it connects so many people. And we are going to dive into the Milwaukee running community today and really what makes it so special, all the different clubs that are around that you can go run with, and all the details kind of surrounding why it's so beneficial to be a part of this amazing running community that we have. We also talk about the On This Run Training Journal, which is a great companion in any training plan leading up to a big race. One special note to check the episode notes on this particular episode as we've linked many of the local area Milwaukee running groups to the show notes. That way you can find where they run, when they run, all those details. That way you can become a part of this community. As always, absolutely feel free to rate the podcast, subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, But other than that, let's dive into our conversation with Alex Main. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining us on the podcast today. I'm excited to chat with you as someone who has had some pretty good experience podcasting yourself with the Cream City Pacers podcast that you had, as well as you are the founder and creator of the On This Run um, journal as well. So I'm excited to chat about those things a little bit. But if you want to go ahead, go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Um I'll have to say, this is kind of fun being on the other side of the mic. So a little bit about me. I'm just your average runner in Milwaukee. Um, I've been running. I started running in like 2014. So I'm kind of a late bloomer, probably to a lot of endurance athletes and college athletes that listen to this podcast. But um, just your average guy. And in 2019, uh, a buddy and I started the Cream City Pacers podcast. Um, The idea was how can we bring the Milwaukee community together, right? There was a lot of different groups as I started running with the Milwaukee running group. And then I bet you learn about the Badgerland Striders. And then you start learning about other groups and um, all the different races and who organized them. And I thought it would be fun if we just talked to these people every week and told their stories. And also there's really interesting people in our city who are runners, who are doing awesome things that people don't know about. And, uh, we brought that idea forward. We ran the podcast for like two years and then we put it to rest. And uh, so that's a little bit about how uh, we got the podcast to where that's it was. A, that's awesome. And I, I've listened to a few episodes and it's it's pretty cool what you guys did just to like bring those stories, like you said, to life to everyone. That's cool. And it just kind of brings it up because we a lot of times if you're someone who's ran with in in these individual clubs you'll just run with so many different people and you get to meet so many people and it's a great way to interact and share a common passion so it's cool to hear all the different 
unique stories behind everyone's, you know, kind of why and why they're doing and why they're running with the individual club. So it's, it's cool to see that perspective of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was when we started it and this was kind of like you with your podcast, right? Like you kind of want to, you have a vision for it, but you don't really know where it's going to go. You're still early on in the, in the venture. I think we have, we had like 86 episodes and not all of them were with guests. Some of them were just, um, Apostoli, my, who's the co-host or co-host together, um, would just talk, but you know, you start hearing one person's story and they're connected to someone else. And then you bring up the, it's just small walkie in general. So when you start connecting the running scene together in Milwaukee, like that's like super small walkie. And, um, you kind of find out everyone knows each other or is like one touch away from knowing someone. So everyone I met who put me in touch with someone else who you end up meeting other people and you get invited to other runs. Um, it was, it's been like an awesome experience. And some of those relationships just from having, you know, a podcast episode like this, like I'm super close with them now. Right. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. It was, it was really all about community and, 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 um, it was a really fun, fun, fun time that we had together. Um, and I know like it was the sense of community too, that really brought you into running. Do you want to kind of go more into that story of how like the whole community itself brought you into running and into, into the sport? Yeah. Um, just like a quick background. I, I I'm not a runner in high school or in college. I was, I played other sports and, uh, my wife was a big, it, she's a big runner. She ran in high school and a little bit in college. And when she moved to Milwaukee, she found the Milwaukee running group, OMG, shout out Patrick Beezer. And she was like, Hey, you should, you should come to these runs. I'm like, I, I don't run. She's like, yeah, but after the runs, we go out for beer. And I'm like, well, I can just go out for beer. I don't need to go <laughs> run. And eventually I showed up, you know, here we are multiple marathons later and running every week. Right. Um, you can say that, yeah, the beer after the run may have brought me there, but running with people and creating a community around you is really what kind of kept me at it and wanting to show up every week. You're like, Hey, there's people here to run with you. You kind of forget when you run, but you talk with someone, how many times is you end up like, well, five miles, that was so easy, but yet running five miles on your own sometimes is like the hardest thing in the world. So, um, it was really, you know, I have to say kudos to my wife for dragging me there, but it was, you know, it was the community aspect that kind of kept me there and still brings me back. However, many years, almost 10 years later, I'm now a host for one of the runs for the for OMG. So it's just it's funny how it all turns out. Everything kind of comes full circle in one way or another, for sure. So like how has um, with community kind of bringing running into your life, how has running kind of affected and changed your life, whether it is hopefully for the better, at least. But how has that kind of um, affected things for you throughout these last 10 years? Yeah. I mean, um, running is probably too much part of my life. So <laughs> I guess that can be a good thing or a bad thing sometimes, but I mean, over the years, I and mean, this is this probably true for everyone, your relationship with running and life, it fluctuates so much. Um, it could be from month to month from year to year as well, whether it's an injury or you're on top of the world PRing or you're trying different distances. Um, at least for me has been like running is though all those are variables of running running's been the one consistent thing because at the end of the day you can go for a run and you're going to feel great afterwards even though maybe you're not training and you're somewhat injured but you're still getting out there right um always that 
but then bringing the sense of community and, and community can be right going to a run group, but it also can just be running with someone, right? Just one person is, is, can be as much community as you need or support you need on a run. Right. And I think that's, that's the awesome thing is though running is a very individualized sport itself, right. At any level, it's everyone around you that's pushing you forward. And that's, it, that's, that's really cool. Cause you don't really get that a lot, especially at like later on in life, like competitive sports are kind of tough to do in general. Right. And running um, kind of ties both of them in together in a sense. Yeah. I mean, it makes total sense. It becomes such a, a huge part and it's so much more than just getting out to run, but it's that sense of community and fulfillment I see it a lot in um, as a physical therapist with like treating runners with injuries is like a lot of them will go like to the doctor or other providers and it's like, well, do you really have to run? And they don't really understand necessarily like how much, how big running is in their life and, and just in their sense of fulfillment and community and everything like that. And sometimes taking that away, whether it is through an injury or something else happening it can be really detrimental because that's how um, we can enjoy life and we feel fulfilled because of it. So it is kind of crazy how it can become such a big part of life, um, but it's also very cool at the same time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, this year, like especially for running with me, um, I've had like some ups and downs. Like I haven't, I was coming off 2022 as like the most miles I run have run in a year most PRs. Like I, every time I feel like I sign up for a race, it was a faster time, no matter what the distance was, whether it was a 5k or a marathon. And then, you know, you take that and you're like, well, great. 2023, let's double down. And it was not like that. It was like, whoa, I did run too many miles last year and it caught up with me. I did get injured. I just kind of didn't want to run right some weeks and it was like okay am i falling out of love with running it's like well that can't happen because running's my life so like that that can't happen and it was like oh i didn't have any of these thoughts or anything last year and right that that was different from year over to year but then i look at it and like the run group right i host two runs a week monday and wednesday mornings and it's at 5.30. That's super early in the morning for most people. Even for me, and I have done it for two year, a year and a half, is I did that twice a week for like the entire year still. And it's like, it's consistent, like running still consistent, right? And it's like, you just have to have a different relationship with it. And, you know, it's those days that I was like, I don't want to run, but I know if I show, I'm going to show up to the group, there's going to be other people there. And then like, boom, your attitude changes. And you completely block out all those negative thoughts that you had. And it, it's just completely gone because someone else is there to run with you. Yeah, that's that's positivity of it all consistency. And it just keeps you going because you mentioned earlier, if we do it solo, it's just so easy to fall off the wagon. But if you have that um, community and accountability and, and showing up and people are expecting to see you there, that just makes it so much easier to kind of show up and 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 do your thing with it. So um and also too, like with the like whole Milwaukee running community, as I said earlier, with you mm -hmm. having podcasts and whatnot, I feel like you have a really good view of what this Milwaukee running community is all about. So to you, in your opinion, with just kind of your experience and chatting with people and running with tons of people with the different clubs and things like that, what makes the Milwaukee running community so special? 
Oh, there's so many things. I think part of it, I mean, just kind of comes back is like, we're not New York where there's a million run crews. We are Milwaukee. So we're small in general. And, you know, there are only so many run groups. And that kind of bring, means everyone kind of has been there or knows of, of them when you start, you know, looking at, if you show up to run groups and start hearing about it, right? And, you know, a lot of the times you can drive anywhere in Milwaukee in 20 minutes, it feels like. So you can be out in Brookfield or you can be up in the North Shore pretty quick or down in Bayview, right? Or anywhere in the city. So I think just the accessibility of like people being able to get to these runs and, you know, there's probably connections of friends that um, bring people together. But I mean, a perfect example of this was when the Lakefront Marathon got canceled two years ago at this two years ago and it so. didn't happen. Right. And that's like, that's a Badgerland Strider event. They're a huge running group and a race organization here in Milwaukee. Right. And um, they put on, awesome races so go check them out if you have and that's a good plug for them and but they're like race focused like they put on events they do have run groups and everything but then there's the milwaukee running group with patrick strictly a run group i feel like there's a run every morning evening anywhere in the city and when it got canceled they came together right and you know omg's like hey we can we we were we have the people we can put this together quickly and then you guys have Badgerland Striders has the organization of putting these races on. So then coming together and putting on that free race, uh, you know, the not, not lakefront marathon, um, you know, that that's like incredible. And that's, that's, that's pretty cool where I, I think in some bigger cities, a race is going to get canceled and it's just going to get canceled. And I think this is a prime example. There were still a ton of people that showed up. It was on the front page of the journal Sentinel the next, next day. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. You don't, I don't think you get to see that in a lot of cities. It's kind of that like Midwest small town feel a little bit of a little bit of it just because I mean, Milwaukee still is a decent sized city, but you get that really, really small town feel with all those different connections, as you've mentioned before. So it just seems uh, so natural for us to be like, OK, this happened. Let's help each other out. Let's put this together. Let's make something cool out of all of it. And that's kind of what I've seen from all the different running groups is that everyone is so well connected and interspersed and they're always willing to help each other out. And that's a really cool community to be in. Like you said, you would never see something like that happen in a big city like New York, but in Milwaukee, stuff like that happens all the time. And it's really cool to see. Yeah. And, and there's still more like small running groups popping up um, <clears throat> in the city, you know, for different, different groups and, you know, focuses. And I think that's, that's cool, right? That's just more people like, Hey, I love running. I want to get into it and I'm going to start my club and we're going to, we're going to do it. And it goes outside the clubs. Look at like every, every shoe store in the city is, is putting on events like performance running outfitters. Shout out to Jess and Trey. I mean, they got runs. I feel like every day of the week at one of their locations. I mean, that's, that is a lot of work for like not their core business, right? <laughs> of So it helps, but right, that's a lot. And it's cool. I mean, they've been putting on that like flapjack run, pancake run on Saturday mornings out in Brookfield. I feel like that's been going on forever. And, you know, so it just everyone, you know, has their hand in it, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And it, it's it's cool, too. And I, I hope in the future of Milwaukee running that there is like a little bit more of um, you know, supporting each other too. And I think we've started that process already with that race, but 
trying different run groups and going to different run groups and things like that. I've done a few runs with one of the newer run cl- run clubs, uh, Buena Tierra Run Club, and they're they're yeah, absolute bikes to run with. I mean, but they're new, right? Like in the yeah. last. And I think those guys that started it, what were they doing? Were they doing a podcast or something? Uh, I'm not sure the full story. I know Patrick is one of the main guys that runs it, and he's absolutely awesome. I've chatted with him a few times. But um, yeah, I mean, such such wonderful people, and you show up to run, and you just feel um, really welcomed and everything. I showed up last night, and it was, you know, like this whole week has been freezing cold, but everyone's got a smile on their face, and we're all just running together and doing something that we're all passionate about. So um for those individuals who may be listening that maybe do run a little bit more solo with all of these like different opportunities, what would you suggest a runner who has been a little bit more solo, hasn't really ran with any of these clubs or groups, doesn't really have that good community feel. um, What would you suggest that they do to kind of become a part of that? And why do you think that might be beneficial for them to do it? Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, it's, interesting just concept first so with the with the with the omg milwaukee running group with patrick um people we always hear of like i've been following the facebook page for a year but i just run by myself and i i don't know right and then like a year later they come which i think is incredible right but that's cool because what are they doing for that year photos are being posted every day right it's 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 welcoming them so not everyone's going to want to come and show up and talk to everyone. We, we, there's a lot of runners out that like to talk, but right. So there's a lot of people who are shy too, with that are, that are runners. Right. And um, I would say, you know, just come out to a run. Usually um, if you go to like a bigger group, like the Milwaukee running group or the Badgerlands riders, there are people at different paces and different, different goals, right. Some people going out there, ready to go for the Olympic trials and some people are getting out there because they want to run a 5k for the first time. And it's incredible because everyone supports each other and knows like there's, it's like no judgment. Like, yeah. Oh, you're running this pace. The, yeah. These people over here are doing that. Or you want to come up here. We're actually going to slow down so we can run with you. Like you probably experienced that with some of the groups you've been to lately, but um, just getting out there, but it also doesn't have to mean showing up to a group. It could just mean reaching out to a friend too. And just talking to them or seeing if if they want to run. Uh, we didn't go into it, but part of the journal, um, there's a chapter on community. And like one of the prompts is to just reach out to someone and re- reconnect with them and go on a run. So it can be that simple. Um, but I would say, you know, we can give you a list of, of good run groups and try to find something in your area and a time that works and just show up. It's always tough. Showing up is the hardest part. Trust me. Mm-hmm. But it's always worth it at the end, because at the end of the run, at least you got a run in. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. I've never regretted a group run that I've been on. And I don't think um, it's one of those um, one of those phrases of like, it's always hard to get started, but you've never really regret a run. And especially if it's with good people yeah. and good conversation and all that good stuff. I um so Apostoli, who I had the, who I was doing the podcast with, we met through the running group. We met because we just showed up to a run, like one of the, I mean, I was showing up to the group runs and I think he started showing up at the same time and we were the same pace. Like it was like, we were running together and the next thing I know, it's like, it's just him and I by ourselves on the run. Cause everyone right, kind of spreads out. 
And that's how our relationship started was from a run from both of us showing up to a run, not expecting to run with each other and becoming best friends. Um, and that's right. We wouldn't have done that if we wouldn't have shown up. So you never know. There's also a lot of people in the Milwaukee running group who found their significant other. Um, so can always find love too. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many things that can pull you towards it. Um, one of the things that I've found to be really beneficial is I usually do the OMG run Friday mornings down in Bayview. And uh, we, nice. usually have a, we have, usually have a pretty solid group, but um, I always save my tempo runs for Friday mornings because we have some faster runners. So I like to just kind of hang with them and kind of hold on for the pace and hold on for the ride. And it's like a perfect tempo run and you get more. Uh, I get a better workout and get a much better tempo workout because it's like, you're running with these individuals and usually chatting with them along the way. So it just gives you a little bit more incentive to hold on to that pace and hold on for a little bit longer to kind of make it through the whole run. So not only just that community, but also um, sometimes even having a little bit better training and, you know, having a little bit better pace work all at the same time. Yeah, I will say that is one of the benefits though. Um, it can be tough, but getting pulled along by faster people has definitely helped me get faster because, you know, if they're having conversation or at that point you're already going and they're already pulling you. So it's like, stay with them. So I like that. I like that method. I do that strategically when mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. I wouldn't suggest doing it every run because then injuries are going to happen if we just over overdo yes. it every single run. But like you said, strategically placing it throughout the week. Really great strategy to use. It is. I, I like it. Are you gonna um you gonna keep that up on Fridays for your pace work? Yeah, most likely for sure. Mm-hmm. It's nice. a little bit of a uh drive for me, but working at the my clinic in Franklin, it makes it work so easily because I just do my run there early morning and then mm -hmm. go straight to the clinic from there. So it's a really nice way to kind of get out of the house early and kind of get the day started super well as well. And um, since you know there's going to be people that um, are there to run with, it just gives you a little bit more accountability to get out of bed and get to the run and, and um, be there. Mm hmm. Yeah, that that free accountability right there is good. Knowing someone else is going to be there. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's been cold lately. And that's tough to want to get out and do that by yourself outside if you don't have a treadmill. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, that's a great point. So I mean, I would definitely recommend someone who hasn't necessarily like, um, you know, fallen in with a community or have run with individuals, give it a try. There's so many different clubs, as we mentioned, in the Milwaukee area. And probably in the show notes, we can include some links to all the different clubs and kind of their list of runs and all of that kind of stuff. But there's always a really good opportunity to get out there, run with people, meet with people. I was just like asking people, you know, um, what they're racing for, what they're training for, all of that. It's just so fun to learn everyone's different goals and kind of what, um, how running fulfills them overall. Yeah. And you learn a lot because there's not much to do when you're running, you know, besides running. And so you can, you can learn a lot about someone in a 30 minute run, um, or an hour run or whatever it may be. And that's, that's always fun. Um, people for the first time you meet and you run together, you can learn a lot more than maybe you would about a coworker that you don't talk to all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And um, I found it really nice because I found that with running with more um, individuals and people, my Strava 
following itself has expanded too. So it's been fun to, you know, you run with people and so Strava kind of links them onto your runs. And so it's fun to kind of follow their own individual training as they go along. Do you enjoy the whole Strava community as well? I, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Strava, but that is a good way to get Strava followers. Um, if you run in a group or a race too, um, you know, you can meet a lot of people around your pace and maybe find a running buddy in the area. Uh, I know my cousin did that actually in, in Madison. So uh, that was cool. But uh, Strava is my favorite. Um, it's my favorite social media platform. I love going on it because it's um, it's just so positive, right? Uh, everyone, you get to see every friends or whoever it may be you're following, watching them do runs. And uh, it's just fun to track. Uh, I love it. If I could only keep one, it'd be Strava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's cool to see. And you see people doing some pretty cool things um, with their paces and with their runs and all of that kind of stuff. And um, I had my good friend Noah on the podcast earlier this year talking about goals. And that was one of his biggest things. He loves giving out kudos to everyone. And you just feel so good when somebody, you know, takes the time to hit the kudos button on your Strava link. And it's just like, yeah, you know, that was a good workout. I, I did do pretty good there. Yeah, I mean, right, we it's it you you it feels great because you're someone's right complimenting you on your run. So it's fun to give those out. And it's just like it's like you're a virtual high five, right? Like after a group run or a race, you're all high fiving it. That that's what it is. And it's fun to see when it's training season and and you know your friends are in the midst of it and you kind of there was a last year some of us were doing Chicago and Lakefront, so it was pretty similar. Um race like whatever training schedule so it was uh it was fun we we're all doing the same workouts at the same you know different days but around the same few weeks so it was it's fun to be able to track and keep each other accountable um so i i, I love it you know and the, and the other side is is sometimes you know like what's the downside of strava it's like well if i'm not if i'm injured or not, i'm not doing well right i look at strava and it's like ah i'm not doing that and it's like yeah there is that but it's also like at the same time you know, inspiring too. You're like, okay, I haven't run in a few days or whatever it may be. Right. And you go on there and you see Matt crushed his Friday morning tempo with some people. And you're like, that, that's awesome. Like I want to get back out there and do it. So, Mm -hmm. um, it definitely, definitely can be inspiring as well. In addition to the community on Strava, have you found, um, different new running routes as well on Strava just by kind of logging on and seeing different routes that people are running through Milwaukee. Have you found any new places to run that way at all? No, I haven't thought about using that. Well, I shouldn't say like thought about running the routes. I have um shout out to the land striders out in Tosa. I have some running buddies out in Tosa and these guys are all crazy. They run like 80 miles a week. They run like they run every street in the city Uh, so it's fun when they run around the city in areas like I haven't been or haven't run to or wherever it may be and, and looking at their routes and then they take photos. Right. So you're like, oh my gosh, this is like such a cool mural or I didn't know this restaurant existed here. Right. Um, or if they run at 5am, you just see, you see goofy things, especially like in the winter, it's a lot of holiday lights. So you get to see all the cool, fun lights. So it's, it's, um, it's fun to see that as well. I feel like running is a great way to kind of explore the city and different areas in the city as well. Um, 
I mean, especially with the different running groups, usually they're kind of dispersed throughout the city. And so you can go to different mm-hmm. running groups and see different parts of the city overall, like especially a lot of the Milwaukee, a little bit more right along the lake. Um, Friday mornings are really fun, especially when the sun starts to rise right as you're running along the Oak Leaf mm-hmm. Trail right along there. Um, a few weeks back, I did the flapjack run at pro and that was really cool. Cause that was the Saturday, not this past one where we got like absolutely dumped on with snow, but it was just like a decent amount of snow and you're running through more of like a wooded neighborhood and it looked awesome. You know, you had all the snow falling on the trees. So you just get like so many different like scenery mm-hmm. and running is such a great way to like explore not only you know other individuals and meeting people but also just kind of explore this whole city and all the different scenery that um you really can find here yeah definitely um you you know even with your in your own city what you can go find or explore even if you run the same route a million times and that one time you notice something different I had that this like our Monday and Wednesday morning runs. We run the same route. We just run, we meet at Atwater Park in Shorewood and we just run north and then whatever you want, you know, whenever you want to turn, you turn back. And I always say like we should switch up the route and then we never do. But I noticed the other day for the first time, we actually, we usually run on the sidewalk. We ran on the street because of the, all the ice. And I looked up and I didn't realize this tree was wrapped with Christmas lights, like holiday lights all the way to the top. It was like two stories. And it's like, I've run past this twice a week, three, four times a week, sometimes for the last three months. And I've never noticed this. So I find that funny as well. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, How do you, when you, when, when you travel, do you, do you run and explore? Oh yeah. 100, 100% without a doubt. If ever I'm traveling, I always try to get out for a run to kind of expand the map a little bit. Probably one of the coolest experiences I've had with that. And, you know, I'll have to go back and see if it's still in my um, watch GPS, the route, but probably um, back when I was in undergrad in college, it was probably like back in 20, 13, I want to say it was, I actually got a chance to take a trip to Ireland and Ooh. the professor that I went with would always go out for a morning run. And I was very into running and we had a few other people that were into running. So no matter where we were, we went for a morning run and that was really cool. So one of my favorites was Killarney National Park in Ireland. We actually ran through the national park. Um, right at like sunrise and then another cool one at the end of the trip we were in Dublin and so we ran through the city of Dublin as well as everyone was kind of doing their morning commute so um, that was probably one of the best experiences I've had with like running in a new place or while I've been traveling just to kind of explore and and see what that place is all about yeah I love that. That's so awesome. That sounds like so, so much fun. Yeah. I love going whenever I can on vacation, getting a run in and exploring. It's the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, Speaking of like more of the Milwaukee running community in, in particular, what do you feel like is, what does the future look like for the Milwaukee running community? Do you think that, like more clubs will develop and will kind of be, you know, sheltered in our individual clubs. Do you think there'd be more of a collaborative push um, for the whole Milwaukee running community? What does that kind of look like to you? Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see like new running groups still popping up, like the one um, you went to. Right. And 
seeing the groups do like do more um whether maybe not new runs but like Badgerland, you know, has kept some of like these runs around for a long time, but even with some of the groups, right, more events, um, whether it's a race or just more group runs or doing different things, you know, especially like what Jack's doing at, you know, Infinity Run events, like different types of runs. I mean, if you look at like New York City, there's so many cool races that they do and different, you know, groups that put on races and, you know, there's like the midnight half and it's like half marathon at night like there's so many opportunities for things for milwaukee that i think it's only going to keep growing and as as more people are coming to these groups and getting into running and bringing someone else into running right and as as the city grows i think it's just going to lead to more and more groups and whether that's more races i would love to see two marathons in milwaukee like big city ones i know uh milwaukee marathon's coming back but it's like the more we can have races and events just i think the more it'll just spread the word and kind of become common that you know this is this is what this is what we do in milwaukee this is what i do in milwaukee a lot of people don't run (laughs) (laughs) this is what the runners in milwaukee do though this is what the runners do i mean I, i i think it's cool so i think there's a lot of opportunity um hopefully we can see more run groups and just keep evolving with the sport and, you know, getting more involved. So, you know, it'd be cool to see like the Milwaukee marathon continue to grow and be, you know, a huge marathon where people want to come to, and it's a destination. Um, I was at the expo last year and talking to different people, just like, you know, there are like big running groups from different parts of the States who, who, who like selected the Milwaukee marathon. And it's like, so funny to me. Cause it's like, to me, it's just like our backyard marathon. And it's like, oh, wow, there's so much opportunity. It's like no one really knows about Milwaukee. So if that can become a huge marathon, that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I know Jack mentioned with his Run run the Night event um, a few weeks back was just how many people from all different parts of the Milwaukee running community came to the event. There were so many people from so many of the different clubs and communities and things of that nature. And that's something he said was really cool to see. And that's something that he's hoping to foster a little bit more is, is bringing everyone together at these events that are a little bit different and, and, and cool and new and exciting and something new to try in the whole um, running community. So that was really cool to see just that collaboration all happen with his specific event and hopefully with some of the other events that he's planning we'll see a little bit more of that too yeah i love that event for the reason that it's not i mean it was a race right but it wasn't about like pring it was it wasn't a 5k and it was but it was like a new challenge right how how to get back to the start the fastest with the clues and i think stuff like that just brings in can brings in more people you don't have to if I'm not training for anything, I can still show up. So it's cool to see different groups and different people coming to that because I think it's just a little bit more, it's more fun. It's more social. Right. So the more we can do stuff like that um, or groups doing their own and inviting other groups to it, I think that would be, that would be pretty cool. It seemed like the focus was more on the city of Milwaukee as well as the community versus trying to get PRs constantly. And I think that's just a new and refreshing idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we keep the races, right? There's plenty of them out there, but I think, Mm -hmm. I think that for example, was, was awesome. And I think more of that would be, you know, 
I think would would create a a spark and and just bring more to to running in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. We have such a um, large community, and we have so many passionate runners in this community that run even at this very coldest are still getting out there and running. So we definitely have the people to um, to do it and make Milwaukee a really cool and premier run city and run community. So it'll be cool to see how that progresses um, in the coming years and, and seeing some more of those events and whatnot. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm glad like, well, uh, it's the Milwaukee, Milwaukee marathon is coming back is making a mm-hmm. comeback. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's been a lot of controversy with that over the years with the distances and whatnot, but it's like, Hey, a race, if it can come back and thrive and do well, like that's great. That's great for our city. Yeah. And if we can get more of that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. I love it. Well, switching gears a little bit. Um, I want to talk about your on this run journal, which is a 12 week meditative race training journal. So do you want to kind of give a little bit of background to it and kind of what it's all about and what you can use it for and everything like that? Yeah, definitely. So, um, kind of like over COVID, you know, was basically running a lot. So it was tough to get the community during COVID, but, um, I started journaling and, you know, taking more notes about my runs other than just having them logged on Strava or on my Garmin. And, you know, I love, I love Strava. Please follow me. Go back to that. I love posting photos and showing off my run. And that's like creative side of me. And you can write, you know, there's the notes in there and you can, you can do that, but I wasn't really using it that way. And I was kind of just journaling on my own and had this idea. I think there's like, running right there's training for a race physically here is your here is your 12-week plan do a workout today run your long run here right and do this and there's plenty of those out there but there's nothing that kind of prepares the mental side of like all the other things that go into it right there's so i mean so much of it's mental and there there are when i was looking there is you know just like everyday journal logs but i'm like hey they'd be really cool if you could have a physical journal and every week of training, you could have some different prompts and gets you thinking a little bit and you can document each run, but also at the end of the week, reflect on some of these things. Um, So I started having these thoughts and couldn't find anything on the market for it. So um, started creating my own and that's where the idea came from. And Apostoli who uh, co-host from the podcast, we together, kind of went through and created this and meticulously put a lot of thought into each week and what quote should go with it. Um, So that was kind of the idea from it. And then, um, you know, we made sure we thought everything made sense where it did different. So each week then is a different theme for your training. So like week one's determination and the, and the questions in it are like, Hey, why are you doing this? Like, what, what are your goals here? You know, what are your real goals? Like, sure, you can say your time, but what's, yeah, let's peel back that layer of the onion. Like what's underneath that? Why do you want this? And so it's just trying to take your thoughts and reflect a little bit more than maybe you would than just, you know, turn your Strava on, turn it off and taking a shower and calling it a day with your run. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I think it's a, gr- it's a wonderful idea. And I have mine here with me. 
And I'm really excited to use it this year for my my big race of the year, just to kind of like you said, peel that back a little bit because, um, you know, you train so hard for these races and like you mentioned, it's easy to kind of get lost in, this was my pace, this was my distance, this is how I felt, all of those different things. But as you said, kind of peeling mm -hmm. back that layer can really kind of bring more out of there and kind of give you a little bit more reasons as to why you're doing what you're doing and even try to just kind of constantly improve and and get better slowly but surely each and every every single day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like to see, it. I can't wait to hear, um, your thoughts as, as you use it. I, the other cool thing is you can take this, it's a physical journal, right? You write it and uh, you can take it and put it on your shelf and know like, Hey, this, this was lakefront 2023, or this is Boston 2024. And, you know, it's like, it's a, a little bit of a keepsake too, of, you know, you, you always have this physical thing. I mean, you'll have your medals, right. But we, you know, you, might not always have those hanging or wherever they might be, but the book you can pull off your shelf and say like, Hey, this is what I was going through. These were, these were my thoughts. This is what got me through. Um, it's, um, it's cool to have that. And I see that I have mine from, from last year. It's cool to look back on it and be like, okay, you know, I, I see my mileage here on my spreadsheet or in my Strava. And then I go to my journal and like, you you can right peeling back a layer being like, Oh, this was, was going on with me this week. This is kind of why maybe this week wasn't great when you look at the mileage. So, um, yeah. And, uh, going back to it, there's a chapter five or week five is all about community, which we talked about. So we tried to weave different themes through it at different places. Um, like there, my favorite one in there is uh, acceptance of like accepting where you're at. It's with your training, like you have a month to go. You're probably in a spot of like, I'm injured. I'm feeling real good. I'm unprepared. But whatever it may be, it's just being like accepting that's what it is and where you're at. Right. And moving forward with how whatever it's positive or negative, whatever changes you need to do to make sure in the next four weeks, right, you're prepared for the race and um, just something you might not always do. Right. And I think this is a good guide to kind of get you, get you mentally prepared, thinking um, a little bit more refined in, in your strategy and whatever it mm -hmm. may be. Um, when I first um, got my hands on it and opened it up, I really liked the fact that week 12 or the last week was all about confidence too. And like, you've done all of this training, be excited have that confidence because sometimes I feel like myself, I get into race week and you have all the nerves, you have all the jitters. It's like, did I do enough? But really taking that week to kind of focus on confidence and everything that you did accomplish, like that can sometimes make a huge difference in how your race actually turns out. So I really like the fact um, of that last week being all about confidence and um, trusting in the process of what you've done overall. Yeah, I think our favorite thing to do as runners is to um, be way too nervous the week of the race, <laughs> and which you should be, right? It's a big thing. You've put a lot of time and effort and, you know, you ate a lot of gels to get to where you are. And, um, you know, you got to kind of, I like to think about it, take the nervous energy. What do you do with nervous energy? Take it, bundle it up and use it as confidence and be like, I'm taking this. I'm not, I'm going to try to change it into being confident and ready to go. Because when you're up there at the start line or through the race and you go, 
I got doubt. I'm still nervous. It's like, turn that into confidence and just let it rip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to think about it. And, um, you have like so many different quotes from different individuals in the running community, like just summing through, you see Molly Seidel, Shalane Flanagan, Sarah Hall, Rich Roll, David Goggins with like putting all of those quotes together. You know, those are names that are very familiar in the running world. Have you yourself personally um, found any additional connection with any of those individuals, um, whether it is for their specific quote, for what they've been through, for kind of what they're all about in this running world? Um, any any of those special connections that you've made that are just like important for you personally? From like reading the quotes? Yeah, just reading the quotes yeah. and just kind of getting to know those individuals in, in your own way. Yeah, Um I mean, some of these mean more to me than, you know, maybe, maybe others, right, with anything. But I think reading to find some of these quotes, right, it was reading multiple quotes by them or, you know, sifting through a bunch of quotes within like professional runners or, or whatever it may be. And, and, and things, what I noticed is things stuck, like didn't stick out to me. I come back to and be like, oh, wow, this is really like hits. And then it really hits because, each run we have a different quote in the journal so i try to associate different week quotes with the week theme and when you start tying those together and so you're thinking like week seven is discipline right where it's all about just trying to make sure that you're ma maintaining your habits getting your runs in right staying with that and not falling off at like this you know halfway point in your training and you know, the quotes like this one's from um, Kipchoge. Only the disciplined ones in life are free. If you are undisciplined, you are a slave to your moods and your passions. And like that just hits really anyways. But when you have this theme of discipline and you're thinking about these things and then you throw in that quote, it really kind of just doubles down on it. So some of these after, you know, you're reading them and then training with them, they I think they help stick out and, and remember them. Um, there's a good one in here from Alexi Pappas, and it's like every run is a grain of salt uh, building the sandcastle where it's like, right, the sandcastle is that PR, but how do you get there? So you got to got to get off for that run. Like there's no skipping it because the end of the training, we need we need this run to get there. Mm -hmm. That's that's great insight. And it's cool to see how you took the time and the um, added attention to like put those quotes exactly where it fits the best and it's not only just like this is just random motivation but no this is purposely placed here based off the week based off the theme based off what we want you kind of thinking about um to give that extra boost of motivation that's really cool to see that that individual placement with it yeah thanks i appreciate mm -hmm. that um it's yeah there's a lot of details in here that we um probably thought too much about and too much detail into, but it's, um, I think it pays off if you really, you know, if you do this, follow through with it. Um, I think at the end it really pays off. At least that's how, um, I feel after going through a training cycle and filling mm -hmm. this in. One of, uh, my favorite quotes that you have in here is I'm a big David Goggins fan. I just, I just okay, answer what I you want about that. Goggins. Sometimes, you know, it's positive. Sometimes it's negative. I don't necessarily agree with him running through injuries as a physical therapist, but 
his mindset oh. <laughs> is yeah his mindset is is one that you just can't find anywhere else but one of his quotes that you have in here is nobody cares what you did yesterday what have you done today to better yourself and that just kind of that hits home for me because it's constantly all about whether it is with running or business or whatever you're doing career based it's always just trying to get that little bit better the next day and a little bit better the next day and it's nice because it, it looks like this comes more towards the middle more towards the end and it's just it's a nice reminder of like you've come this far now what can you do to just push yourself just a little bit more and just a little bit more so that's great motivation yeah i like that um i feel is it atomic habits is the book i see behind you on your bookshelf is yeah yeah the one percent better um, no, not necessarily 1% better, but it's those little, little tiny habits to just like, um, build, build upon for overall behavior change for, for more beneficial growth. Got it. I'm he, mixing books up, but it's similar. I'm forgetting the book where it's like at 1% better every day. Yeah, it's, it's that yeah. same concept of like, you don't need to be the best tomorrow. It's like you will, especially with raining, right? With training, you're you might not feel like you're going to be able to be that fast. Right. But you just got to get a little bit better today. That's why the train, you got to trust the training plan, right? You're going to get a little bit better, a little bit faster, and you're going to be there. It's going to the building blocks and you'll get there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's great. I love it. You said that you've also been doing this more ever since um, COVID and the shutdowns and everything like that. Like what difference has it made in, in your life in the past few years of kind of constantly doing this and kind of constantly, you know, maintaining attention to those those details to your run? Yeah, I think um, like the one thing with, with journaling in general, I found was that it got a lot of thoughts out of my head. Um, there's whether it's like this or just general journaling. Right. And sometimes you try to sift through things in your head and, and you just put it on paper and it all of a sudden clears it up or answers it or goes away or feels better. And I think like having the journal and training with it and running with it and right, just like after you get done with the run, the first question is, what were you grateful for? It just changes your perspective and like your attitude, like, that was a crappy run, for example, but what am I grateful for? Like that question doesn't let me, let me think of that. That's not the first thing I'm thinking about when I open this up. Right. So it's just kind of like the small mind shifts just, just changes a little bit that just get you in a little bit better spot. Um, thinking about your run, preparing, right. Me mentally just kind of helping you there. Awesome. That's wonderful. I think that's a good place to kind of kind of conclude this. But any other um, final thoughts on community on the on this run, anything of that nature that you have? No, I mean, it's been great having you on and I love talking about the Milwaukee running scene. And, you know, there's so many running groups out there. And the one crew I didn't give a shout out to is Fear MKE, Tania mm -hmm. and Renell. You guys are awesome. Tania was like the second guest on my podcast. Renell nice. and Tania have been on multiple episodes uh so they're they're an awesome crew and you guys should check them out i don't think they run over the winter but go follow them they do a lot more than running so talking about community they have just social x in general they have so many networking events and different groups so like running it the running crew is a part of it but that just goes to show that like they're communities things together and i think that's so cool so we got to check them out that's wonderful. Otherwise, and 
And we'll make sure in the come show run notes. with me. Okay, yeah. You guys come. <laughs> this is a shout out from my run crew. Yeah. Uh, run with OMG 5:30 a.m. Monday and Wednesday at Atwater Park in Shorewood. I know it's too early, but you should come. It's fun. <laughs> I promise one of these one of these weeks I'm going to come to one of them. I've I've promised myself that. It's just finding finding the right week. But after this talk, it's like, well, what am I waiting for? If you come up, because it's kind of a hike for you. If you come up, yeah. uh, we get coffee after, or maybe I'll come down to a Bayview run, and then you can pull me along on a fast run. Hey, that sounds like a great plan. I love it. Where can people uh, find out more about you, Alex, whether it is Strava, where can people find on this run to purchase it? All that good stuff. Yeah. Come follow me on Strava. Just Alex main M O E H N. Um, I share photos, so I think it's fun. Uh, and then on this run, you can um, follow us on Instagram on at on this run. You can pick up a journal uh, at onthisrun.com. We also have them for sale at Performance Running Outfitters. So you can buy them at one of their stores or through their online shop. So go pick them, go grab one. Um, they're great gifts too, um, especially I guess the holidays are over. But so it's a fun, easy gift to give a runner as well. Get one for yourself so you're ready to go for your next race, whether it's a 5K journals for 5k 10ks half marathons fulls ultras it's a 12 it's 12 weeks so really if you're i would say if you are doing like an 18 week training plan then just start this at week 12 of your training um and it works perfectly awesome well thank you so much alex i appreciate you coming on the podcast i really do appreciate you kind of um you know, finding the time to jump on the podcast and share with this conversation and Hopefully, if anyone's listening, can feel a little bit more motivated to join a club, get out there on a community run and just have fun and enjoy this awesome Milwaukee running community that we have here. I love it. Just show up. Wonderful. Just show up, everyone. It'll be awesome and you will not regret it. <laughs>